I'm Jay Pitts, a real estate broker, agent, leader, and investor. For the last decade, I've navigated the craziest of real estate markets this country has ever seen, selling over 2,000 homes, moving in and out of markets, always ahead of the curve. And now I'm bringing that perspective to you. This is your resource, and Real Talk About Real Estate starts right now. And we're back, folks. Welcome to another episode of Resource Real Talk about Louisville Real Estate. I am your host, Jay Pitts, broker owner at Remax Premier Properties, leader of JT Pitts and Associates. Let's pay the bills. Don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, private Facebook group. Actually, it is searchable, but you do have to be a member to get in on the discussion. Easy to get in. Uh, just, you know, find me somewhere, social, text, email you know, some kind of way, or just, you know, search resource, real talk about Louisville real estate on Facebook, request access, and we will get you in on the conversation. Two caveats, two requirements, only you must be a realtor and you must be in or around Louisville or central Kentucky. Uh, you know, I posted an article there today that, you know, was really informative. You know, you might think that, uh, the only benefit is getting the live stream of the podcast. That is a benefit. Uh, you get it a few days ahead of everybody else because we go live on or about noon every Wednesday to record resource, but you do get it on all those conversations uh, from you know our amazing and collaborative kind of member agents, a lot of the agents here in the brokerage at Remax Premier Properties, but certainly folks from all different persuasions, all different companies, you know, in and around Central Kentucky. So get in on the action if you would like to there. Facebook.com slash The Resource Podcast is the Facebook page where you can find links to full episodes, also clips that you might share. Um, you know, all the great content that Seth makes surrounding the podcast can be found there as well. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We would certainly appreciate you doing so. That's the biggest podcast platform in existence. We would appreciate, um, your representation and, and, and following there. Please don't forget to subscribe, mash that subscribe button. So you get the new episodes delivered directly to your device. Also, five-star reviews are certainly appreciated. They may not be compensated for, but uh, unless you're just talking about great content, which we'll continue to bring you weekly, if that's compensation, then we'll get you some of that. You can also listen on Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, and iHeart, pretty much whatever podcast platform that you prefer, we are present. Uh, I have yet to hear one that anybody actually listens to that we are not on, so... Uh, find us where you wherever you podcast. Find us also at J Pitts Realtor on Twitter and Instagram, uh, where you'll see no doubt lots of good real estate content, but also pictures of my children and my thoughts on you know various topics. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Instagram is a great place to catch you know great content surrounding the show. If you follow us there at J Pitts Realtor, you're going to see the reels, you're going to see the JTPU videos, you're going to see lots of information that we share on a weekly basis where you can consume it in a video format. You can also catch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash J Pitts Realtor for full episodes, video of the video variety uh, with the same audio you hear today on the podcast. You can catch us at J Pitts, J underscore Pitts on TikTok where we get a little funky. 
a little bit. You know, uh, that's where I, I'm asking Seth to engage his creative self and, you know, give me things that are cool that I don't even know about. But uh, find us on TikTok there at J or underscore Pitts. You, don't forget, you can interact with the show via the text line 502-705-5667, 502-705-5667. That'll come directly to Seth. You might even get a question answered during the show. Um Last but not least, JTP University is our sister piece of content to the resource podcast that we produce on a weekly basis and we put out for your viewing pleasure. You can check that anywhere you find any of the other content uh, in the feed. And it's short. It's digestible. It's five, six minutes in length. It is tactical in nature. I just heard the bell go off in my head. That's one of those taglines. But it is tactical in nature, which means from my standpoint, that you can put it to use in your business right now. All right, let's now that that's uh, behind us, let's get into today's topic. You know, I had a little bit of a struggle on what I wanted to talk about today. You know, I'm sitting here staring at the Stocks app, you know, on my iOS device. I got CNBC scrolling in front of me. We're looking at, you know, a drop in the Dow. We're looking at all the, you know, all the tech stocks tumbling. We're looking at all of crypto taking like a bath. Litecoin down 31%, Doge down 17 After, you know, well, cumulative, this is like last 24 hours. Cumulatively, Doge is down like 50%. You got Bitcoin, the mother of all cryptos, down a substantial margin, trading at a, you know, at a peak, I think, of 63,000, now trading at 38 dipped as low as 32 this morning. And it just prompted some, along with a few other things, right? Prompted some consideration for a specific and fundamental segment of the real estate industry that I think is certainly underappreciated right now. It, it is a visceral reaction though. It is something that is feeling-based. It is, it is something that People have just come to stop doing because they see some developments that make them feel like it's not a good idea anymore. And that's investing in real estate. Investing in real estate. And I'm going to tell you today the three most impactful and important reasons why you should still be buying investment real estate today. May 19th, 2021, why you should still be buying real estate. There's never a bad time to buy real estate. And a lot of you have heard me say you make your money when you buy, not when you sell, which is could have made last week's episode on you know, the, my typical sayings. I said another one to Seth this morning that pigs get fat, but hogs get slaughtered which may be a little crude, uh, but the truth is, I mean, that, that's, that's the truth. That was with respect to buying and selling cryptocurrency because, you know, when you got like a 300% increase over like three weeks and you convince yourself that you're going to hold on to it for the long run and something that has basically not existed for more than a year, you might want to take your money and move on, just saying, uh, so anyway, today we're going to talk about the three most important reasons why you should still be investing in real estate today. Now, let's set, let's set up the conversation for a bit. There are two ways to make money in real estate investing. Just two. 
And maybe that's the most impactful reason why you should always be investing in real estate is because it's simple. And like I said about the rest of the real estate business, it's not easy, but it is simple. Okay? You can only make money two ways. You can buy it and hold and sell for more. Okay? Or you can buy it, and, and, and the variable is the amount of time that you hold. It could be a quick flip. It could be a piece of land that you hold for 50 years and then sell for more. Or you can buy it and improve it and sell for more. That's part of the buy and hold strategy as well. But number two is you can buy it and make money on the income that it produces on a monthly, yearly basis, whatever increment you choose to collect income you know, in the form of rents. So buy and hold and rent or buy and improve or buy and hold and sell for more. So it's equity improvement or it's cash flow. Those are the two ways. Uh, the stock market's quite complicated. Crypto is even more complicated. You know, we're talking centralization versus decentralization. We're talking about, you know, you know ways to predict the movements on you know, an imaginary thing, right? And I know, you know, a piece of code actually exists when it comes to cryptocurrency. I know that there, you can actually get an issued piece of paper, which is a stock certificate when you buy securities. But there is nothing more tangible than the brick and mortar of placing your hand on a, the wall of a building and knowing what you own and what you don't. And there's nobody going to try to convince you that it's more complicated than it really is. Well, maybe there are, but it's easy to spot the posers, right? With respect to all other types of security investing, from my standpoint, it's really hard to spot the posers because the 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 the, the true and authentic element, the, the the person that is really educating you and doesn't have, you know, is not trying to separate you from your money. They say things that sound exactly like the ones who are trying to separate you from your money. Is everybody tracking me on that? So simplicity, and that's outside of my top three, but if you're watching this podcast, there's a high probability that you're a real estate practitioner and you know real estate. You advise your clients on how to buy it and what to pay for it and what's wrong with it and what's right about it. Why, why are you not investing in real estate? Well, as I said when I opened the show today, we have a feeling that it's not a good time. And we convince ourselves of that feeling every day. When our clients miss out on multiple offer situations, when we pay, oh, can you believe that house and blah, blah, blah brought this much? Can you believe they paid X over listing price? Can you believe they waived inspections or blah, blah, blah? Can you believe that it underappraised and they came up with 50 grand to make the closing happen? Listen, we don't need to live in these things. I talked to a gentleman you know, that's having a really hard time buying a piece of real estate just before we opened the show today. And I gave him the advice that, you know, despite the fact that you don't like the way things are going, your kids got to have a place to lay their head tonight. And so that is cause for keeping a cool head and dealing with some of the raw circumstances, the, the, the ridiculous stuff that this market is throwing at buyers right now. So as investors, we think, well, we don't have to deal with that. We don't have to buy. But you should be because circumstantially there are three reasons why it's still 
a perfect, uh, maybe nothing's perfect. It's a good idea to be buying right now. Number one, there's a, lots of, there's a lot of appreciation left in the tank in this market. Now, we saw here in Louisville the average price of a piece of real estate go to 230000 recently, which is up 11% versus 2020. So 11% appreciation. We'll take that number. You can find it quoted as something different, but it's all double digits and it's all south of 15. So somewhere between 11 and 15%, probably 11, 12, 13 is right. Uh, materially, there's m- not much difference. But 11, 12, 13% appreciation over the last 12 months tells you you're buying, you're buying at the top of the market. But everything I can tell is that there's a lot of appreciation left in the tank. And if I told you that you could buy a stock, you could buy stock in GE, you could, you could invest of cash, available cash that you have at your disposal or even less in GE stock, right? Because that's what real estate is. It's the equivalent of GE stock, blue chip, easy to liquidate, produces income via dividend and a company that's never going to go away. If I told you you could buy GE stock today, and get a 13% return over the next 12 months, would you do it? With the relative certainty and safety that comes along with buying that GE stock, the answer is yes. I hope you're nodding your head as you listen. I know I'm having a conversation with myself, so I'm going to answer for you. Yes is the answer. You would buy that. Well, some economists, including including Lawrence Yoon, the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors, estimates as high as 13.5% appreciation in the next 12 months. So let's just talk about it practically. Worst comes to worst, and you've got to sell it. If it does, in fact, appreciate by 13.5%, you purchased, you closed today, and it does appreciate 13.5% in the next 12 months, you owe a 6% commission on selling, which, which is not even true because you're a realtor, so you probably save at least the list side commission of three points. So you pay 3%. That's a margin of 10.5% that you could potentially make if the property is just in the condition that it is today, 12 months from now. Now, You're a smart real estate practitioner, so you're probably going to add some value, I would imagine. But worst case, 10.5%. That's on a $200,000 investment. That's a $20,000 profit. On a $100,000 investment, it's a $10,000 profit. Please help me understand why you wouldn't accept, at worst, a $10,000 profit in 12 months on a $100,000 investment, which probably only costs you 20, 20 grand out of pocket. And you can make 20000 100% cash over cash return. And you're not doing that. I don't understand it, truthfully. But worst case, you come out five, six points ahead, worst case. So lots of appreciation left in the tank. And that's just based on estimates that didn't know certain things that happened in the economy in the last week. 
We just got an announcement from the National Association of Home Builders that housing starts in April were down 14.3% versus March. April housing starts, 14.3% decrease from March. Why is that? If you go back in this podcast circa episode 90-ish, you will hear me say, maybe not even 90, that's 30 episodes ago, what, what, Seth, New Construction to the Rescue was an episode that we did probably within the last three months. New Construction to the Rescue. They were going to save us, ride in on the white horse, okay, with reinforcements and bring us the inventory that we needed, New Construction. But with, with lumber costs up 400% in the last 12 months and, you know, 4%, you know, Inflation announced, which we'll get to here in a few minutes, with with 4% inflation, builders are very hesitant to start new housing units. We are sub one month supply in in the city of Louisville. Sub one month. Help is not on the way. Now, I know it's going to be challenging for you to buy investment real estate, but if you just buy it at what it's worth today, in 12 months, it's going to be worth 13.5% more. And that is not something that you should be passing on. All right, number two. Right now is the greatest percentage in the history of the United States of renting households. Greatest percentage in the history. of all households in the United States are renting versus versus homeowners. 34%. That's up from 31% in 2017. Do you know how much of an increase it takes to move that needle in four years by three points? This means that a substantial portion of the millennial generation is preferring renting over buying. The rental economy, Airbnb, Uber, like the service economy, the renters or sharing economy has taken over in this United States. And I think COVID is probably something that is going to be a catalyst for seeing that percentage grow another three points over the next four years. The number one driver of wealth in the United States for the average American is homeownership. It's just now time that you own more than one home. Make your wealth building exponential through real estate. It's an incredible, incredible impact that you can have on your net worth how, where else are you going to find an asset, an asset that will increase in value over time that someone else is going to subsidize for you? I'm not aware of another one. Dividend stocks is about the only one. But the disparity between the value of the asset and the actual dividend is nowhere near where real estate is. 
your ability to accumulate is nowhere near in dividend stocks what it is in real estate. And you are not a stockbroker. You are not a day trader. You don't run a hedge fund. You are a real estate agent. You know electric, plumbing, you know, HVAC, foundations, carpet, paint, flooring, roofing. These things you advise your clients on every day. You know home inspectors. You know title companies. You know mortgage companies. You have great relationships with service providers that can exponentially decrease the cost of ownership. You know property managers. You have all these people in your tool belt, all these resources in your tool belt to refer to clients. Why not use them for yourself? The greatest percentage of households in the United States in the history of our nation are renting versus owning. More than 50% of all housing units are owned by investors. It's a pretty crazy stat, right? Pretty crazy stat. More than 50% of all residential housing units in the United States are owned by investors. So somebody gets it. The question is, do you? All right, number three. Real estate is the most tried and true hedge against inflation in the history of our economy. It is also... You're going to hear this a lot in the news right now. It is the greatest store of wealth in our economy. It is not gold. Regardless of gold being the standard of our currency for a substantial percentage of our country's existence, real estate is the greatest store of wealth. It's not gold. It's not silver. It'll never be Bitcoin. It will always be real estate. Always, period, end of story. Come at me if you'd like. I will defend it to the death, figuratively, of course. Real estate is the greatest store of wealth in our economy. And the world economy collapses without home ownership, real estate ownership that the United States has. If you really want to discuss why the United States of America is the world economic leader, It is not our currency, it is not our government, it is not our republic, it is not our representative democracy, it is not our political parties, it is not George Washington, it is not any of our founding fathers, it is not our constitution, it is that we are a home ownership nation more than anywhere else in the world. Now, lots of things are happening in our economy right now. Lots of things, lots of changes happening. We are a relatively young nation. We are going through a time of hyperinflation. Last month, it was announced that 4.2% appreciation, CPI, 4.2% as opposed to the 2.4% expected for 2021 so far. That's huge. People would call that hyperinflation. You've seen gas go up $1.30 a gallon in the last four months. You've seen, I've talked about the price of um, lumber. It's up 400% in the last 12 months. 
You can't buy chlorine to put in your pool for this summer because it is, there is a shortage. Supply lines have been disrupted by COVID. There's a lot going on in our economy. There are a lot of things that you can't expect. Jobs. Supposed to be a million created last month. 266,000. 74% off projection. There are signs of a weakening economy. But that doesn't mean you should wait. That means you should buy now and buy often and take advantage of low interest rates. What will happen if the, if the economy tanks? What, what's going to happen to interest rates? They're going to go up. How's that possible? Because we can't stimulate the economy anymore. Rates can't be any lower. Buy now, buy often. You get 10 secondary market loans. If you don't own 10 rentals, or excuse me, your personal residence for one and nine rentals financed on the secondary market at 3% interest, you ain't doing it right. Guys, I bought houses at 15 and 20,000 when the sky was falling in the United States real estate market. And they're worth six and seven times what I paid for them now. Am I selling? No, maybe. Probably not, especially not if they raise capital gains rates to 36%, which I think that's off the table now because the economy's clearly too fragile to withstand that type of increase. But that was floated, 36%, as high as 45% in certain states, New York and California with the state, with the state bolt-ons, 36%. And a 1031 disqualifier based on your income. So you can't even do a 1031 tax-deferred exchange. I'm probably going to hold on to mine, just to be fair. They're going to have to tax unrealized gains to get my money. And that's probably not going to happen either. But my point is that if I were to sell, I would 1031 into more, more investment real estate. And I would take advantage with the equity I have buying more expensive real estate with greater cash flow financed at lower rates and, and better leverage. Now, some of you are looking or listening to this and you're like, what did he just say? You got to start somewhere. If you don't understand Bitcoin, buy a few. Buy a, buy a few thousandths of a, of a coin and start following it. It gives you a reason to be interested. If you don't know real estate investing, get involved now. Now, now, now. If I had waited, let's rewind. We talked about my five predictions for the year of 2020 in, our, in, in an early January show. And I lamented the fact that I did not buy Bitcoin at 24000 in December. How do you think I felt when it went to sixty? I mean, I had the money. I was ready to press the button, and I didn't. I almost bought Bitcoin again on Saturday at fifty, and now it's at 36 or something. Hit 32 this morning. Glad I didn't do, make that choice either. But here's the great thing about real estate. No matter how volatile it feels, it ain't that volatile. Real estate, last April, like the Dow, it didn't drop 30%. Right? I mean, it happened, that happened so fast that a lot of people don't even, don't even remember that it happened, but it did. The Dow plummeted when COVID hit. 
but you don't need a black swan event to buy low in real estate. You just buy and talk about, you know, uh, there is a, a Bitcoin term called HODL, H-O-D-L. Hold on for dear life. Well, you don't have to hold on for dear life when it comes to real estate. You hold on, resist your, your urges to sell, and you're going you're gonna to get paid for it. You're going to get paid. So in, re, in, in recap, there's a lot of reasons why you should be buying real estate right now. And I have to remind myself, the truth is, there's no better time to buy real estate than right now. There's no bubble. There's no bubble. Not a 67% retraction like Bitcoin has had in the last seven days. That will never happen to real estate. That's a bubble. Now, I think it's going to come back. I'm not a Bitcoin hater. I'm actually probably going to be buying the dip. But there's lots of appreciation left in the tank, number one. Potentially 13.5% this year, and maybe even better if they keep rates low, housing starts stay, you know, suspect. There's a first, I didn't even get into, I got a little sidetracked, I didn't even get into the $30,000 potential home buyer tax credit that the federal government is going to be putting in. Where? Let me ask you a question. Again, I'm having a conversation with myself, so I'll just answer myself too. Where do you think, what price range do you think first-time home buyers typically buy at, above, or below the median price? I don't even know. I mean, I'll even leave that rhetorical because I don't even think I need to answer it. Where do you think the vast majority of investments occur at, above, or below the median price? So if you're buying below the median price today, which that's the answer, by the way, to both of those questions. If you're buying below the median price today, we're not going to build as many houses as we thought because lumber prices through the roof. And so we're only working up from 13.5% estimates of appreciation. And then we're going to give people 30 grand to buy their first home, which is also going to be at or is probably below median price. What segment of the market do you think stands to grow the most? Food for thought. I think those that have bought a lot of real estate and never stopped are going to be really happy a little later this year when we get that shot in the arm, you know, come fall when things just start to slow down and there's desperate need of inventory at moderate price ranges. I think if you own, likewise, if you own some real estate that you're thinking about selling and doing a 1031, keep an eye on the Fed and what they start talking about with respect to the tax, you know, kind of tax plan and, you know, tax, you know, revisions, tax code revisions that are coming through. And if they stay away from increasing capital gains and they stay away from doing away with the 1031 tax deferred exemption, you might be thinking about providing some inventory to the marketplace and then doing a 1031 into something 
more expensive that is going to allow you to take care take advantage of economies of scale. I don't know. Lots lots of conversations to have. Recap. Lots of appreciation left in the tank. The greatest per- number 2, the greatest percentage of households in the history of our economy are renting. Up a substantial 3% in the last 4 years. That is societal. And number three, it is the most tried and true hedge against inflation, and you are going to need it. I didn't even talk about the amount of money we're pumping into the economy right now. You are going to need it because the dollars you earn today are worth less tomorrow. So you need an asset that outpaces. Do you think the value of the dollar is going to go down by 13.5% in the next 12 months through inflation? No, I just told you it was 4.2%. So if you own real estate and it's appreciating at a rate of 13 and a half and your dollars are devalued by 4.2, you're still 9% ahead. Don't make me come on here and do this episode again. Get in now. Find, do what you do. Find the underappreciated asset. Create value in creative ways. Whatever you do, don't stop buying. Buy real estate. Buy real estate. Stop buying Bitcoin. Buy real estate. Maybe buy Bitcoin too. But buy real estate. That's all I got for today, folks. As a reminder, find us on the Facebook group. Ask for access. As long as you're a realtor and you're from Louisville or around Louisville, we'll let you in. We'll talk to you. Just because you're late to the party doesn't mean we'll make fun of you. It's totally cool. Uh, that is Resource Real Talk about Louisville real estate. Search that on Facebook or find me some other kind of way. Facebook.com slash The Resource Podcast for links to video versions of full episodes, clips that you can share. Find and subscribe on iTunes, pretty please, and five-star reviews only. It's the greatest platform out there for podcasting. We certainly appreciate your support. But also find us on Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, iHeart, or basically anywhere you podcast. Just search my name or resource podcast. At JPitts Realtor on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, on YouTube.com slash JPitts Realtor for full-length video episodes. J underscore pits on TikTok where we get a little funky. Text the show at 502-705-5667. Also look out for our new releases of JTP University tactical episodes that you can put to use in your business today. Thank you so much again for tuning into Resource Real Talk about Louisville Real Estate. I'm your host, Jay Pitts. We'll be back soon. (laughs) 